Throughout his life, he's been known as Ronster, Dude Man, and Chief. His girls simply know him as Dad. Put on your big boy pants and buckle your seatbelt. You may be in for a wild ride. Now here's your host, Ron Evans. Hey, that's me. Let's roll. Thank you for joining everybody. Glad to have you back. It's been a little bit of a break. Um, I've been working on a couple new interviews and I'm doing a lot of editing to them to get them to drop. Right now, I had the privilege to interview my 15-year-old daughter, Delaney. It's a longer interview. It's about 45 minutes long, so I'm going to cut it up into two parts. This week, I'm going to bring you part one. Next week, I'll bring you part two. Just going to give you a little insight as to what a high school freshman is going through these days. And soon I'm going to interview my other daughter, Kelsey, my younger daughter, Kelsey, who is still in middle school. I hope you guys enjoy. If you got any questions or feedback, please drop it in the comments. Thank you. And further ado, here you go. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining. And coming back, it's been a little over a week since my last episode. And I thought tonight and then in next week's episode, I'm going to do something special and introduce you to my two teenage daughters that are the inspiration for this adult fatherhood therapy known as a podcast. So I'm starting with my oldest daughter because I've been talking about her the most through the first first two episodes. Next week, I'll bring you my youngest daughter. But tonight, I'm going to bring you Delaney. And she's here. She's sitting next to me. Say hi, Delaney. Hi. (laughs) That's the voice of a very nervous 15-year-old teenage girl in high school. And we're just going to chat. And I really don't have uh, a format. I don't have any pre-planned questions. I kind of want to just let this free flow and see if we can cover um, a myriad of topics uh, that teenagers are going through. And maybe that'll give some insight, if you've got teenagers, what they might be going through that maybe they're not talking to you about. So first of all, Delaney, thank you for taking time out of your busy teenage life. You've got a lot going on in your life, right? You've got cheer. cheer. Yeah. School. School. And what else? Church. Church. Yeah. Life group. What else? Well, cheer takes up a lot of it. And why does cheer take up so much? What do you have going on with cheer? Because I'm in comp. Competition cheer? Yeah. that Since we had two practices a week now and like the weekends are used up for the practices and like the competitions that takes up a lot of time yeah now do you think that it's worth it so far has it been worth it to like what you're sacrificing to be a part of cheerleading i feel like if we win then it will be worth it because like some of the girls are really difficult to deal with and like you put your body through a lot of pain because you have to do like unnatural positions to like get the girls in the air and like make the whole picture of the routine. So I feel like if we win, then it's gonna be worth it because like you get a trophy and you get a hoodie and you get like medals. So we got a medal and a t-shirt last competition, but the winners, we didn't win, but the winners like they have, they got a hoodie mm-hmm. and we were really upset that we didn't get that hoodie. Oh boy, okay. So it's as much about the aesthetic that comes along with winning. Yeah, but like also just you know you you got what you put in all that work and time for. So getting back to the time, if you weren't cheering 
What would you be doing with that time? I'd be dancing. You'd be dancing. Yeah. Do you miss dancing? Yes. You do? A lot. Which, what do you miss most, the hip-hop dancing? Yeah, and just like, I don't know, it's a form of expression. You get to do it with like your friends. Sometimes the coaches weren't my favorite, but it's still like, it was like a routine that I had for like years, so I just miss that and like my friends and stuff. Yeah, that's understandable. It happens. It happens to a lot of happens to a lot of teenagers that you go through changes like that. So, what have you found? So you you were when you went into high school this year. It was your first time in a year because of the pandemic of having in person school. Explain what some of your thoughts, fears, and things of that nature were that first day walking into your first class of high school. Well, I feel like I became very socially awkward because like I was in my room and the only time I would go out is to like see a friend or two um, if we were being safe with masks and social distancing. So I felt very like awkward and that I would lose all my social skills and that I wouldn't be able to make any friends. And like the first day of school, we had to wear our cheer uniforms. I was very nervous because I thought like the stereotype around cheerleaders wasn't the best. So I thought I would start off high school on like the wrong note. And I was so used, like the last time I was in an area full of high school students was summer camp for church. And at summer camp, like everyone's nice to each other. So the first day of school, I thought that's how it was at school. Like I forgot everything about school. So I was like going around to people, like saying hi and complimenting strangers and they would just keep walking like they want to say anything. And I've quickly realized like that's not how high school works. <laughs> so so the naivety of, of thinking yeah. that, oh, everyone's going to be as friendly yeah. as me. If I'm as friendly to them, they're going to be friendly back. So you no, qu- that's you, not how it works. You quickly learned that you were a small fish in the big pond yeah. and the other fish didn't really like to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just really nervous. So what... Since then, what do you think has been your biggest challenge socially with school? Um, Just like wanting to be accepted in like every type of friend group, if that makes sense. Because in high school, all the friend groups are so noticeably, noticeably, like diverse and separate. Like you have the so-called emos like that people make fun of. You have the druggies, you have the cheerleaders, you have um like the athletes like they all like hang out in their groups and i just i've i'm very much like i want everyone to like me so that was like my hardest thing accepting that not everyone can like me especially in high school because everyone is so different going back 30 plus years to the 80s when i was in (laughs) high school back in my day we had the same divisions yeah. It's always been that way. We called them cliques. I don't know if you guys still call them cliques today. Yeah. But we had the preppies. <laughs> so those would be like... Uh, no one would say that now. Yeah. I, I know, uh, People of my age would, though. If we were walking on campus, would be like, yeah, oh, okay, it looks like, like a preppy. No so a, a preppy was kind of like the neat dressed kid that you probably came from a little bit um, more... I don't want to say a richer family or anything like that, but well just, just had his had his stuff together, right? Mm-hmm. Certain look, wore polo shirts, wore like nice jeans, wore... No one dresses up at school anymore. Right, we did. Yeah. So 
if you didn't dress up, you fell into one of these other categories. You'd fall into like, you call them the druggies, we call them the stoners, <laughs> right? That's what those are the long hairs that smoked and they wore their rock and roll t-shirts and their torn jeans. And that's all they oh, wore I every day. Oh, I forgot the skaters. Yeah. So we had skaters. We yeah. had the skate punks. But they're like the cool people now. Yeah. We I feel like they used to be outcasts, right? Kinda. They and it was and it was because that's the that was the appearance of skating in general in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't it wasn't very mainstream yet. So we had so we had the preppies, we had the stoners, we had the skaters, we had the jocks. So y'all, that's your athletes. Yeah. All right. We had the nerds. Those were like the the book smart guys that just didn't fit in anywhere. That might be about it. That was like those were like the main groups that we had. I was in band. So I was in marching band, band and in geek. concert band. I was a band geek. That's what we were called. We were band geeks. But for me, kind of like you, and maybe you get this from me, it's not that I felt like I had to be liked by everybody, but I did try to always try to blend in and and make acquaintances uh, with people in different groups. That's right? what I tried to do. Like I wasn't intimidated to talk to kids that came from wealthier families from me. I wasn't intimidated to hang out with the stoner kids. I had lots of friends that were stoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't fall into those vices personally. I was able to keep myself clean. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard for me to hang out with jocks because I had friends that were jocks. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of had I had friends that I grew up with that blended and, and flowed in a lot of those different uh, groups. So I would just kind of like go hang out with whoever, and it didn't it didn't it didn't bother me. I, I never worried about getting alienated by anybody else because I hung out with a group that maybe wasn't my main group, quote unquote. Uh, so you, you probably get that for me, but I can remember there definitely being challenges and probably some of the same challenges. Now for me, when I first started high school, it wasn't that big of a deal because I was with my same group of friends that I grew up with. Where I was born, there were six other boys. All of us were born within like a year of each other. And we all were in school together. Our parents never moved, never did. No one ever left the neighborhood. And we were all on the same block and we grew up together. So we, I had that. You don't have that so as much. So when I started high school, it was a little bit different. Now, what changed for me that gave me like butt pucking, puckering anxiety was I had to change high schools in the middle of my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. So I had been in school for nine and a half years with all the same friends. And I got in a little bit of trouble, and my parents were like, "Well, you never told me what you did." I got in a little bit of trouble, <laughs> and I was forced to change high schools in the middle of my sophomore year at semester break. Because you. Because I got in trouble. Because my parents did by not. By the school or your parents? My parents. Okay. So my parents wanted me to change. They wanted me to have a new atmosphere. They wanted me to meet new people because they felt that the group that I hung with, that I was Wasn't born a good with. Influence? There you go. They, they felt like the influence from them was dragging me down and that I needed to break. And the only way to break free from that was to just get me completely out of it. So I switched high schools. I was terrified. Didn't know anyone. Well, I knew one kid from church that was there. And so I, I was seeking him out like all the time. <laughs> like he was the only guy that I knew, period, right? But being in band I was able to like make friends I didn't make a lot of friends that first semester the last part of my sophomore year but that summer um, we did our band we always did band camp in the summer so like July and August we would go like three to four days a week we would be at the school performing getting ready for marching band season and so I I started making friends with other trombone players 
and Kent became really good friends, like my best friend in being one of them, and a trumpet player and some other guys. So going into my junior year, it was a lot different than my my sophomore year experience. Going into my junior year, I felt a lot more confident. I had some guys that I could hang with. Because I feel like if you join a group, like a sport, or mm -hmm. even like if you're in PE, like you're in a class with these people, like you're gonna make some friends because, mm -hmm. or like in a sport or a club or something, like you guys are all supposed, like you're together, like you have to be friends with those people to be a team. You don't have to be, no, that, so that's a, that's Not a, friends, but like right. you have to work that's, together. That's a misunderstanding. So you don't have to be friends to be a team and you don't have to be friends to work with somebody or work for somebody. Don't, don't ever get that confused um don't let friendship blur those types of lines because then you might do things that you wouldn't normally do so being able to work with somebody or be on a team with somebody and have respect for them for their craft for their art for their how they do their job how they how they perform that's a totally different story than just being friends and being like hey we can go hang out like outside of school or outside of work or outside of the sport but to your point you don't if you didn't like somebody and you played like i am sure and and I, we, we're not we don't need to talk about names i am sure there are people on cheer that you get along with fantastic and some that let's just say you tolerate <laughs> yeah okay yeah <laughs> at the end of the day though if the person that you can only tolerate you saw them walking down the hall and someone was bullying them or someone was doing something to them you would have their back because you've got the cheer that's your it's like your sisterhood yeah it's like type of thing right decision. you're gonna st they, they may not be your best friend or your best person that you even want to be around with because you don't like agree with them or you just personality or whatever but if you saw someone giving them a hard time you're gonna back them up you're actually like giving a perfect point of these two girls on cheer one is like so rude to this other girl and she like makes fun of her like in front of her face like so rude and just isn't nice at all to her and the other girl she like comes to me all the time like complaining about how this girl did this to her this girl laughed at her she said this about her behind her back and i was like maybe you should say something back like just ask her like why is she doing this and she said well i don't really care like why but i know that like if something ever happened to her i would always pick up the phone or like mm -hmm. i would help her out because it's she just like you have that association with each other from cheer and like she just wanted to have her back even after she had been rude there you go there you go <laughs> that's, that's it it's, it's that camaraderie that you have that's your the thing that that, that bonds you together right yeah you don't i kind of like it it's also a little frustrating but i do like knowing that like if like they can't go on live on Instagram and talk bad about another cheerleader because someone else will find out and they'll get kicked off the squad. Like they literally can't like bully each mm -hmm. other to like an extent. And that's important. Yeah, because you like. That's important. Yeah, because some of the girls have very big personalities where they would normally do that, but they can't. Okay, thank you. So uh, what are some other hobbies and interests that you have besides the cheerleading and dancing and things of that nature like what are you what what are some things that you're really into right at this moment what kind of music groovy music groovy music <laughs> what do you mean by groovy music good music 
good. Okay, well, give some, give some examples. I don't know. I'm not very picky about my music, except for country. Except for country. <laughs> except for or country. Or like rap. But what if it was? Do you listen to music for the rhythm, the beat, the lyrics? Are you looking for? Are you looking to listen to music to just escape and have it on in the background to keep your mind off of things, or do you ever listen to music because? Uh, of a mood you might be in and the emotional response it might trigger all of the above all of the above okay (laughs) well like i feel like it depends like if i'm sad then i'll put on like sad music because i feel like there's lyrics you know like relating Mm -hmm. and that's when i listen for the lyrics but most of the time if i'm just doing homework or like laundry or cleaning my room that's when i play music it's just like a nice rhythm like one that like you know it's it's just upbeat and it's just but it's not like dancing like partying music it's just like groovy okay all right do you ever like really listen to the words of songs and try to like translate how you identify yeah with it like the meaning the true meaning or and may or do you ever do you ever look up the artist and try to like figure out like like why they wrote a specific song or why they Um, use specific do you ever go that far I don't really care about the artist. Okay. Like, I'm not very much, like, a band follower or an artist follower. I'll just hear a song and I add it to my playlist. It might be from this band, but, like, that might be the only song I've ever listened to from that band. Okay. How about um, the types of movies or TV shows you like to watch? What, what's, what's a 15-year-old girl really into these days? Um, I don't know. I feel like in, like, when I was, like, seventh grade, that's when I really liked romance movies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I would watch, like, the stupid, like, cheesy ones. But I feel like now, I, like, if I'm in the mood, I like really, like, deep ones, like, where you don't, it's not obvious what the purpose of the movie is, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to think about it a little bit more, like, why did they do that? Or, like, why are they so upset about this one thing? And then, like... like, At different levels of the plot. Yeah, like, or sometimes just, it's just, like, a really good movie like a really crafted movie but it's like teenagers i like a lot of movies with teenagers in it like that would be kind of weird if i was watching movies with just adults (laughs) like i feel like that's weird (laughs) well it helps you identify well but like i really like um all the bright places or perks of being a wallflower like those are like movies that i can't watch every day because it's so like sad (laughs) but like they're just really good Thank you for joining for part one. Tune in next week for part two and the conclusion of this interview with my 15-year-old daughter, Delaney. I hope you're learning something new about what goes through a high school freshman's mind and life. Take care. Folks, I appreciate your continued support. If you haven't already done so, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Leave your comments and questions below and I'll get back to you when I can. Have a great day. See you soon.